Welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna Show. I'm Dr. Deanna Holdren, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, we're going to talk about uh, vitamin D and the buzz about vitamin D. Uh, you know, so, so many people have heard about vitamin D and the importance of vitamin D in terms of immune system. Well, today, we're going to talk about other areas that vitamin D is needed and really what we should be doing from the standpoint of supplementing or not, how, places we can get vitamin D, all of that. So let's start off with, um, you know, first of all, why is vitamin D so important? Well, we know the immune system. It has a, a tremendous impact on the immune system. And so many people, as they start taking vitamin D, they oftentimes notice that they don't get sick as often. It has a huge impact on immunity. It also is very, very important for our bones. And if somebody is severely deficient in vitamin D, they will actually get soft bones, deteriorating bones. And uh, it's super important that we're getting this uh, for the for healthy bones. Believe it or not, vitamin D is implicated in anxiety. So sometimes if people are having a lot of anxiety and they do happen to be super low in their vitamin D, uh, it should be corrected because that may be the underlying root cause of their anxiety. Vitamin D is, is implicated in weight loss as well. And then studies have shown that people who are low in vitamin D, if they have asthma, the asthma is going to be worse. So for anybody with asthma, they should really should make sure that their vitamin D levels are, are you know, where they should be. Uh, and uh, it's also uh, implicated low vitamin D levels are associated with increased cancer rates, uh, specifically breast cancer, colon cancer. Low vitamin D levels are implicated in cognitive impairment. So when we think about people who are, you know, developing dementia or declining that way, uh, low vitamin D is associated with that. Low vitamin D is also associated with both type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Uh, it's associated with hypertension, with MS, and with increased risk for cardiovascular death. So so all those things, obviously, okay, we want to make sure our vitamin D is where it needs to be and that we are getting enough. Some of the deficiency symptoms, so a lot of people can be super low in vitamin D and have no idea. They might just think that this is normal for them to feel this way, or they may not, you know, again, have any symptoms at all. But deficiency symptoms that I have seen specifically are things like anxiety. I always check vitamin D with that. Uh, fatigue uh, is another big one, uh, especially if a uh, somebody notices increased fatigue as we move into the winter months. Uh, and then muscle weakness is another one uh, that, that I have seen with low vitamin D levels. It's not uncommon every year for me to have somebody come to me uh, let's say, you know, in, in, you know, fall, winter months, usually winter months, by the time we get to winter, and they'll say that, you know, they're maybe having some stiffness, maybe they are, are a marathon runner, or whatever, and they're having stiffness, you know, in their elbows as they're running. And but they didn't have it during the summer when they were running outside. Now in the winter, they're on a treadmill inside. And the difference is vitamin D. They have vitamin D deficiency. I've also found in my practice that most people who have seasonal affective disorder where they just get a little blue, a little sad, a little depressed feeling in the winter months, uh, the majority of the time that is also a vitamin D deficiency. So it's important. It's so important that we that we focus on this. Now I have to to let you know 
you probably already know this, but there is a very special relationship between vitamin D and K2. Um, K2 is vitamin K. And basically, when you take vitamin D with K2, it helps to ensure that the calcium in your body is basically absorbed into your bones where it is needed. So the K2 is really important to get that calcium into the bones. And of course, I didn't mention earlier, you know, osteoporosis uh, as well is, is, you know, again, people should be taking vitamin D uh, to help with that. And inevitably, I'll have patients come back to me, maybe they've had to have an orthopedic procedure, something like that, uh, you know, a, a broken bone or whatever. And, you know, they'll come back and say, hey, you know, the, the orthopedic surgeon wanted me to let you know, you know, that my bones are, are soft. Okay, that is usually, again, some vitamin D deficiency going on there. So the RDA for vitamin D, uh, which, you know, the RDA is basically the bare minimum needed to prevent disease is actually 800 IUs per day. Now, let me say something about that. Um, the 800 IUs per day might be good for one person, but not good for another. And the reason behind this is that some of us actually have something called a VDR or a vitamin D receptor defect. It's a genetic defect. And we require significantly more vitamin D than the average person. Uh, oftentimes, you will see uh, physicians prescribing 50,000 IUs of vitamin D once a week, okay? Uh, and then we do know, uh, according to, you know, government studies or whatever with the RDA of 800, that they have said the safe upper limit is 4,000. Well, I can tell you that I've got two copies personally of the VDR uh, or the vitamin D receptor, uh, you know, defect. I can remember as a child feeling like the sun was the most glorious thing I had ever felt. I love to just, you know, lay on the sidewalk and let the sun hit me. Well, the reason is that I was very deficient in vitamin D. And so it's not uncommon for me personally, you know, I need more. I need more like 10,000 IUs a day to be able just to get my level into the normal range. So so it is important that you have the level tested. So when you go for your annual exam or you go to your physician, just say, hey, can you check my vitamin D level? Now, one thing that that you need to know is, or that we all need to be you know, cognizant of is that, you know, we get vitamin D from the sun. If I'm out in the sun for about 20 minutes with, you know, the majority of my skin exposed, I'm going to make about 20,000 IUs of vitamin D. People who are lacking in vitamin D, it could be genetic like me, uh, but it also could be that they just aren't getting enough sun. Where I live in Ohio, most people are indoors during the wintertime and they do not get enough sun. And we have a considerable number of cloudy days as well. So you're not going to get any sun on those days. Also, people who have darker skin, they are typically deficient in vitamin D as well because they're not going to absorb as much. Uh, and then somebody who eats a vegan diet, uh, they could be low just from a dietary standpoint as well. So those are some of the things that I want you to, to think about and be aware of with vitamin D. In terms of food, you know, what foods could we eat? Fatty fish will have vitamin D, um, egg yolks, cheese, you know, there are other foods as well. And, you know, I just really want to tell everybody, just get tested. In other countries, they actually test vitamin D levels 
twice a year. And we've not been in the habit of doing that, but I believe that we should be in the habit of doing it because I think it could make a tremendous improvement in our overall health. Imagine if we had less uh, diabetes uh, because we corrected vitamin D levels. Imagine if we had, you know, less cardiovascular disease, less breast cancer, less colon cancer, less, you know, childhood asthma issues, all because we took a look at and corrected vitamin D. So I want to encourage you to do that. And then in addition, uh, since you're going to your doctor and 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 checking these things, uh, a few things that I like to check on my annual exam that aren't on every physician's list, um, vitamin D is one, uh, fasting insulin. Okay, you've heard the previous podcast where we talk about insulin resistance and uh, basically fasting insulin tells you, you know, if, if if it's too high, you know, then you know you need to lower those carbs and really, really be mindful of the diet. So vitamin D levels, fasting insulin, and then also a uric acid level. Uric acid, um, uh, Dr. Uh, Perlmutter recently uh, uh, published a new book called Drop Acid. Uh, it's got a tart cherry on the front because it's all about dropping or lowering your uric acid level. Uh, It's a good read. I've always been a fan of Dr. Perlmutter's. And what I'll tell you with the reason behind the uric acid is that in med school, we were taught that uric acid would play in uh, to gout. Okay. So gout is a type of arthritis that people can get, but it also could play in or be implicated with um, kidney stones as well. Well, now there's other research that talks about uric acid, if it's elevated above 5.5, that it can contribute to hypertension, so that high blood pressure. Uh, It can also uh, contribute to metabolic syndrome as well. So it's more than just gout and kidney stones. There's more to it. So I want to encourage you those three things that may or may not be on your physician's list, but great idea to ask for them. So I hope you've enjoyed this information today. Um, oh, you know what? I forgot to, to cover uh, supplementation. So so supplements for vitamin D, uh, there are many supplements that are available from gel caps to, uh, you know, uh, variety of capsules and so forth uh, that you can get. There are also um, sublingual sprays that, that have vitamin D and K2 in them as well. And the sublingual sprays are fantastic. Fantastic uh, because they are uh, absorbed through the skin. Uh, you spray them on your tongue, uh, same as like a B12 uh, sublingual spray as well. You just spray it basically on your tongue or under your tongue. It's absorbed through there. And um, you know, for some people, they feel uh, that they actually have a higher uh, absorption because it doesn't have to go through the GI system and so forth. So, uh, but the bottom line is to test your level and and know you know what your level is. Uh, your level will change throughout the year. And uh, so it is a good idea to check it, um, you know, more than once. I mean, if you can check it on your annual exam and then maybe, um, you know, midway through the year as well, that's a great idea uh, too. So thanks so much for joining me and uh, get out there, get some vitamin D and I know you'll have uh, improved health because of it. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaHoldren.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Holdren. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.